From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Here's the real killer. It took the debt ceiling out to the January 1, 2025, a year longer than the Republican bill proposed. Here's a piece of information for your viewers. I just heard it tonight from the speaker in the conference. He said the reason that happened was his call. It wasn't even asked for a vote by the Democrats. He didn't want to end up in another negotiation with Joe Biden next year because he believed that they would ask for more. That's what he said. I, that's, you understand that's a $4 trillion, maybe 5 or $6 trillion increase in debt that we just let him have, and the Speaker says he made the call. Well, that's why the, the starting point in this negotiation, which Speaker McCarthy insisted on, was that we would postpone facing this again at least until the end of next year. Yeah, so uh, we were in conference the other day, and Kevin admitted that he was the one that made that call. And he said he made that call because he thought we might be in a weaker position as a party uh, next year. It was Kevin McCarthy all the way. He told us that personally in conference. McCarthy did this because the party would be weaker a year from now. Remember, let's go back to the original deal, $1.5 trillion and or, you know, March, April, May, whenever the deal got done, one year. So he's saying in May, let me wait, let me think this through, let's think this through together. In May of 2024, the party's going to be weaker. Well, how can the party be weaker? Let me think about that. We got the leverage. So let me think, let me think, oh, that's right. It's the end of the primary. I told you this was 100% take the leverage away from Donald J. Trump. The party will be weaker because Trump will be the nominee. We just gave Joe Biden a clean debt ceiling. It's quite clear what happened now, and McCarthy has got to go, and Kevin McCarthy, just understand this. You're going to go. You might not go tomorrow, but you're going to go. You cannot govern. We're not chasing Chris Ray today, and we're not going to chase J6. They're going to happen in the time they happen. Ecclesiastes. There's a season for everything and a time for everything. This is not the time for that. This is the time for saving the country financially and economically. And we're not going to let bad, stupid, evil people like McCarthy and that group of hacks around him sell this nation out on your money. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. As we start a new week of adventures in podcasting, what you just heard was a compilation of people who have, and Democrats and Republicans. I mean, the first voice that you heard was Dan, Congressman Dan Bishop of North Carolina, Republican, uh, and of what he was told by McCarthy and his team of negotiators. Uh, you also heard Senator Dick Durbin, Illinois, major league democrat who talked about who said on cnn that it was mccarthy who wanted to extend it from a one-year deal to a two-year deal it was mccarthy's idea and all and then of course just to add another sort of nail in the coffin 
Uh, freshman Congressman Eli Crane from Arizona, Republican, pretty much said the same thing that Dan Bishop did. It was McCarthy who suggested this. And I just, and of course, yes, you had, you did hear Steve Bannon of the War Room and his thoughts and feelings on this. And I don't think it was pretty ambiguous of what he said, but I'm just going, what in the Sam hell did these people do? And for the 149 who voted for it, you know, what was their thinking? Which, oh, by the way, which included supposed uh, MAGA supporters, uh, Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I looked at that and I just went, what? Wait a minute, what the hell was, went on here? Aren't they supposed to be two of these great MAGA stars? And yet they voted for this absolute monstrosity and atrocity from hell, which puts our country in the worst financial shape it's been in for a long time. Oh, heck no. No, 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 no. Oh, this is, this is wrong on so many different fronts. And, of course, the lies of McCarthy continued. Well, I mean, last week, I was watching this. I was down in South Florida around Fort Lauderdale. And I'm watching this on C-SPAN happen in real time. And I just went, and I looked at the numbers, I just went, holy crap. Did more Democrats vote for this than the Republicans? Yes, they did. And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, are you freaking serious? <laughs> I mean, this was a story from Axios about McCarthy and Hakeem Jeffries, uh, the House Minority Leader, saying that there was no deal to save the debt ceiling bill. I'm thinking to myself, hmm, wrong. Uh, that's a lie. Jeffrey's office lied, McCarthy's office lied, because something just did not go right with this whole vote. When you, it's a, you got 149 Republicans voting for it, you had 165 Democrats voting it. That right there just tells me a lot, because frankly, if this was such a great deal, McCarthy wouldn't have needed all these Democrats to vote for it. And the number of Republicans who voted no went from about 37 or so to 73. I'm going, okay, this was just nuts. And then you just heard all of these sound these sound bites from Republicans and Dem and, a, and a Democrat, a senior Democrat. So I'm thinking to myself, what is going on here? So yeah, so I'm reading the this earlier Axios story from last week, and if the Democrats hadn't been hadn't stepped in and pushed for a final vote towards avoiding 
uh, this quote-unquote default, which I really didn't believe. But yeah, the problem is we've got 149 Republicans, many from red districts, who have to ex who now have to explain themselves. And frankly, I said, no, don't even let them explain themselves. Just get somebody to primary their sorry butts next year because what they have done collectively, and I'm not talking about, you know, the Democrats who voted, uh, I'm sorry, the Republicans who voted no, hey, thank you for attempting to save the country. But nope, the 149 Republicans, including Jordan, and Marjorie Taylor Greene, oh yeah, you have got explaining to do, especially Jim Jordan and Marjorie Taylor Greene, because you're supposed to be these America first people, you know, the heroes in MAGA, and now you've just taken your credibility and shot it straight in the foot and straight in the head. And you basically shot it to hell, okay? You just did. I'm not going to be nice about this. I am not going to be nice because what you've done, I mean, oh my gosh, I can barely get my head around this. I barely can because I'm going, okay. And, 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 and if anybody, if anybody in of the 149, and they're going to try to tell their constituents, oh, we'll fix this in the appropriations process. Uh-uh. You screwed that pooch so bad dog breeders are in tears. Because if you didn't have the brains and the steel in your spine to stop this debt ceiling nonsense, what on earth makes you think that you've got what it takes to get an appropriations process? The 12 independent bills that you have to vote on and pass. Uh-uh. I don't see it happening. I just do not see it. And come maybe the last week of September, because the fiscal year ends on September 30th, uh, no, we're going, I mean, look, just look for the words continuing resolution. Look for it. Because they're not going to get this thing straightened out in the appropriations process. I don't see it happening. I really just don't. And as September 30th passes, and you're probably going to have to get some kind of a continued resolution, and you know, let's let's see what happens towards the end of the year because I have this sneaking suspicion that we're going to end up with another another omnibus bill. Now we saw what happened the last time this was done in January in the Senate when you had 18 supposed Republicans vote on this thing and vote yes and it screwed the and it screwed the house because they couldn't do what they needed to do because the senate voted the uh, omnibus in now do you think that they would do this again ah uh, yeah i think so because many of these people don't think that, you know, they don't think that we, the American people, the hardworking folks who are trying to keep this country somewhat sane and stable, they, these people 
take uh, whether you be a Trump supporter, America First, MAGA, whatever. They think you are a freaking idiot. And this debt deal is absolute proof that they think you're an idiot. Oh my gosh. I am so stinking angry. I don't know what to do. But I am going to keep a promise that I made. When I was doing last week a show down in Port Lauderdale before I came home, I said that if this bill passes, which it did in the Senate and it signed into law by Biden, I was quite ready to just simply say to the GOP, if this is how you're going to do business, I want nothing to do with it. So as soon as I am able, probably this week, I will be going to my local elections office and I will be switching my registration from Republican to Independent. Because frankly, I don't want to vote and support people who will lie to your face and then they govern that when they campaign they'll lie to your face when they govern they'll just do whatever because either leadership says to do it special interest says to do it whatever but if you don't have the integrity to uh if you don't have the integrity to do what's right for the american people to do the will of the people of your respective district then you need to be gone. Now, I'm thinking maybe a public flogging of McCarthy and his lieutenants uh, just to send a clear message to Republicans everywhere, to conservatives everywhere. If you're going to do something, if you're going to say something, you better damn well mean it. Because right now, the only Republican I will ever trust right now is Donald J. Trump because he has a proven track record of doing what he said he will do. And for the anti-Trump Christians out there who are wondering, well, what's up with that? It's like simple. You had your chance to do the right thing and you screwed that up too because you got some weirded out religious morality that somehow God couldn't use somebody like a Donald Trump and you were wrong and now millions upon millions of your brothers and sisters in Christ not just in the US but around the world are paying for it so I have no sympathy for you I have no trust of you and I have no time or tolerance for you because we need some we need a divine intervention and if that means we have to bring back Donald Trump to finish his last four years then I'm all for it and if somebody's offended by it get over yourselves because it's not about you and that's what ended up screwing up 2020 because too many of y'all thought it was about you and it wasn't we need help in this country. We definitely need God in this country. Because now, because of the weakness and the cowardice 
of McCarthy and the Republicans in the House, we are going to continue to finance Joe Biden's continued weaponization and tyranny of this government. The IRS, the DOJ, the FBI, and whoever else is going to make life just rough on all the good people of this country who are working hard, trying to survive, keeping a roof over their head, keeping a job, putting food on the table for their kids and their, and their families, or keeping clothes on their back, being able to afford to travel to work. I mean, if they, because I live in a rural community where a lot of people have to drive a fair amount of distance every day to go to work. Hey, you screwed them too, and you didn't care, Republicans, because you got beat, you got outplayed. I mean, you got played better than a Stradivarius, and the White House and all of these uh, mainstream media uh, groups, these outlets, are celebrating. They're dancing in the White House. You know, they're dancing at CNN. They're, jo oh, they're gloating over at MSLSD. And yeah, so now we're stuck with this crap. The thing to do now, I don't know. I really don't know. All I know is this. I'm going to no longer let my vote automatically go Republican. You have to actually earn it. You have to engender some trust. Because if not, I have no time for you. And I would suggest the grassroots do same. If you have a representative who voted yes on this, and including my friends here in Florida, call them out, get somebody to run against them, because frankly, uh, if, they'll, if they'll screw you once, there's nothing stopping them from doing it twice. That's a rule I live by. Now, yeah, you might have to forgive them, but you don't have to reelect them. And that is where things get really interesting. So yeah, there's my sort of rant du jour for that. But oh my gosh, it is just hideous what we've been uh, subjected to. Now, <laughs> uh, just a little bit of something that just goes to show you how wackadoodle our world has become. Now, the story from Gateway Pundit, uh, <laughs> I, I saw this and I just thought, oh my gosh, more silly black folks. And like, oh, how dare you say that? It's like, what? I can do that. It's like, I know silly black folks when I see them and when I hear them. I've been around them a fair chunk of my life. And also being black, yeah, I know what to look for. But this story just caught my eye. And it was from a few days ago, you know, over the weekend. Now, there's a, and the headline, American sports journalists out at Spotify after daring the company to pay a black person a Joe Rogan type salary worth $100 million. Now, this is, the, the person in the story is Jamel Hill. Now, Jamel Hill used to work for ESPN 
until she got all wackadoodle and political. She even had a, she even became one part of a uh, team that was all black hosting their sports center show. Or they, I think, they, and they also had another show of their own with, with a guy named Michael Smith. But the problem is Jamel Hill never understood when to keep her mouth shut. This is a sport, ESPN's a sports network. It is not a political network. Now, granted, ESPN is owned by Disney. Yes, Disney, who also owns ABC. So, yeah. It's like, no, if you can't separate your politics from just sports, then you don't belong there. And apparently, she... <laughs> you know, and now she's she dared her now former company. I mean, I, she's worked at several different... Uh, Yahoo Sports, ESPN, you know, Spotify, but now she's out again because she can't keep her politics to herself. She sees things from the prism of black and white. And frankly, now, Jamel, honey, if you, if there was a black person who could command a Joe Rogan type of salary? Don't you think they would have already gotten it by now? Now, Joe Rogan was, Joe Rogan is one of the top podcasters in the country. He is, he is definitely a man who's earned his money. He didn't get anything given to him because he was a white man. Just like you shouldn't be given anything because you're a black woman. You have to go and earn it, girl. Now, I'm a podcaster. I certainly am not. I don't have a deal like Joe Rogan does. And I don't think I ever will. But I'm going to. But my boss is a little different. I work for a guy named Jesus. And he is the CEO of the network I work for. And I don't freak out. I don't demand that, that kind of money, but I'm going to continue to work and work and work. Not just be, not because I'm a black man. It's because I happen to have a work ethic and I don't have to pull out the race card or the victim card. That's what Jamel Hill is somewhat famous for. So I just went, eh. So just looking at this, it, it just cracks me up when I hear... Uh, you know, someone like a Jamel Hill, and I just go, you got to be kidding me, demanding that somebody pays a black man $100 million? I mean, first of all, would they even be worth it? I mean, good grief. There aren't many people who either are podcasters or folks in radio. I mean, the late, great Rush Limbaugh was a legend. He was an icon. He worked, he worked, he worked. He didn't get anything given to him. And yet, he is, well, he was a man who could have gotten $100 million. I mean, heck, some of his contracts, multi-year, were like 
a quarter of a billion dollars. But he earned every bit of it. He didn't expect anybody to hand him anything. He worked hard and he got to the status of where he was. I, I, I keep confusing. I keep thinking part of me, he's still alive, but no. But whatever he did in his life, he earned it. He totally earned it. Didn't demand anything. Didn't go all affirmative action on this. So Jamel Hill, if you really want to learn something, learn from the life of the best. That would be Rush Limbaugh. Now, you can keep it within the context of sports, but you got to do a whole lot better than that, girl. Just, uh... <laughs> Just because you think you can uh, doesn't mean you should. But whatever. That's exactly what I talk about when it's when I talk about the uh, wackadoodle world of Joe Biden. This is what happens when you just don't understand that you are not all that and a bag of chips. Your chips are stale, Jamel. Sorry, you just need to learn to keep your mouth shut. Once you can do that, hey, life will be a lot better for you and you won't keep losing jobs because you're running out of sports networks. Sorry. So anyway, my friends, after dealing with all this, and we're going to definitely keep up the... Uh, this whole thing with the debt ceiling. So yeah, it's going to be interesting to be sure. And <laughs> man, there's so many things I even forgot to do. I was so mad, but it's okay. I think I can allow myself one day to, uh, to not get into my usual uh, routine, but I'm just hoping that you'll catch in black and white daily on our rumble page. Uh, I also just want to encourage you to check out our online store in blackandright.net forward slash shop. Uh, we're going to be putting some, probably some new swag, hopefully before the 4th of July uh, holiday. Uh, looking towards, looking uh, forward to that. And also, uh, you know, you can subscribe to the podcast. We're on all podcast platforms, just simply Pick your favorite one, look for in black and white, subscribe, and get notifications. We appreciate it, and spread the word to uh, family and friends. So with that in mind, folks, God bless you, everybody. Have yourself a great rest of the week. And as, and as always, remember, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>